Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I am the host, Brianna Battles, founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism and CEO of Everyday Battles. I'm a career strength and conditioning coach, entrepreneur, mom of two wild little boys, and a lifelong athlete. I believe that athleticism does not end when motherhood begins, and this podcast is dedicated to coaching you by providing meaningful conversations, insights, and interview topics related to fitness, mindset, parenting, and of course, all the nuances of pregnancy and postpartum. From expert interviews to engaging conversations and reflections, this podcast is your trustworthy, relatable resource for learning how to practice brave through every season in your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Practice Brave podcast. Today I am here with my first baby, Cade Rolland Battles. He is going to be 10 in just a few days, and I thought this would be a great time to bring him on the podcast for the first time. What you may or may not know is I would not have a business, a podcast. I would not be doing any of this work if it were not for his birth and everything I learned about being a coach, an athlete, and a mom through my experiences with him when I was pregnant and learning how to navigate being a mom and an athlete and a coach after having him. So Cade, thank you for being here today, buddy. You're welcome. (laughs) So this sends us a special episode. He's turning 10 this week. We're celebrating a decade of motherhood and a decade of this force of a spirit of Cade. I'm going to ask him some questions, some personal questions. I love that I'm going to have this recorded so that when he's 20, he can listen to um how he thought, how he sounded at 10 years old. And it's going to be a really special podcast for me and for him and maybe for you too. So Cade, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, well, my name's Cade. I'm turning 10 in about a week. Mm-hmm. I love playing sports. Like what sports? Like baseball, jiu-jitsu, soccer. I used to play hockey when I was like really little, mm-hmm. but I don't do that anymore. Okay. And where do you live? I live in Idaho. How's that been? We moved here about a year and a half ago. How was that for you? Been really fun. I miss all my friends in California, but it's still been fun. Yeah. I made a lot of friends. A lot of friends that you play with constantly, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do you enjoy doing? You said you like playing sports, but what other things do you like doing besides sports? Mm. Only sports. (laughs) And playing with your brother. You guys play a lot. Play outside with all my friends. I have like 20 kids on the block. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys just run around on your bikes or skateboards and eat food from everybody's pantry and raid, raid the refrigerator, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, not the refrigerator. Just the pantry. Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing healthy from the refrigerator, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking at some questions to help help us talk here. But what do you love about your family? What what do you think about our family? I love how like how athletic everyone is and mm-hmm. what we get to do. And like if I didn't have like a dad, we would be like stuck inside. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he's always taking us places, and like we're always like outdoor 
Yeah, you got a really great daddy. We like to do yeah. so many different kind of outdoor things. And since moving here, we get to do even more, huh? Go on the side by side. And yeah. I know you guys like to go fishing. Fishing's not really my thing, <laughs> <laughs> as you know. But what else about your family? What about your brother? Mm, he's really fun to play with, and he always wrestles me. And I like that about him. Mm hmm. And, yeah, he plays with me. And if I didn't have him, I'd be super bored. Super bored. You guys fight a little bit, but I know you guys love each other a lot. And he really, really looks up to you. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And he tries to copy you and impress you and be just like you. It's a little chaotic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but he's really special. You've always been such a good brother to him. Um, Who are... Your friends. Mm, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Well, one moved, and he was my first friend I met from Idaho. Mm -hmm. I was really sad. But it, they had, like, seven kids in their family, and I had a best friend named J Jacob. Mm -hmm. no, I can't name all the other ones. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. And then there's a kid named Max down the street, and Ethan, and mm -hmm. Luke. And there's Eliza and Bronson. They live just right across the street or so. Yeah. And yeah, I have so many. you got a lot of good friends and you make school. You're so good at making friends. How do you make friends so easily? Like you do a really good job of that. And that was something as a mommy that when we were moving, I was so afraid that we were going to move here. And I was thinking about you being at school and like wow. not having friends, but like, you made so many friends so fast. How did you do that? I don't really know, but when we first moved here, we got to the key, the keys to the house. The whole, like, everyone I just mentioned came to our driveway and introduced themselves. Yeah. And I felt like everything would be fine. And yeah. I would still have friends to play with. Yeah, you did. But then what about going to school? And, like, how did you make... Friends no, at school because you started here in third grade? Second. Second grade. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so second grade. Yeah, because you're going. Okay. <laughs> you, you, we started school here halfway through second grade. So you had to truly start over and try to make friends midway through the year. What was that like? How'd you do that? Well, there was a bunch of people playing a really cool game I like called Tetherball. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to play, and I was really good at it. So they all, like, went to me and said, how did I, like, because there was one best person there, and I beat him, and no one could. And they were like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. And then, so, and then we introduced, I introduced myself, and we became real friends. That's and I have, like, awesome. five billion friends there. Yeah, you do have. A lot of friends, everyone loves you, and you do such a great job of uh, being very social. So what is it about school that you like the most? Definitely PE, because it's the most, like, entertaining and, like, physical. Mm-hmm. So you like PE the most. What yeah. do you struggle with the most? Probably definitely math. I yeah. mean... It's hard to so focus good. on because it's so like just you just sit there and write. So 
I feel like it's kind of boring to me because I'm so like go ongoing, like and just go. Mm-hmm. But then when I sit down, it's just the having to sit and focus on things that you don't enjoy doing is not fun. No, no, I understand that. That's why I I struggled with that in school too because yeah. I liked it to doing the more creative things. Um, what else do we got here? What do you love about yourself? Basically everything I've said already. I mean, I love myself because I get to play outside. I'm not like other kids, like where they play video games all day. I like to play outside with my friends because, like I said, I had like 20 kids on the block. Yeah. What do you like about your personality the most? Um, like, what do you mean by personality? Well, for example, the things I love about you is you're such a full send spirit. You're competitive. I love you're winning. Driven. We know you love winning. <laughs> Kate is the most competitive person I've ever met. And I say that as somebody who's also, we have a very competitive family. Your daddy's really competitive. I'm really competitive. And we, certainly created a very competitive little creature, but I love how that you are so motivated to be competitive and driven and passionate, not just for yourself, but what I love watching the most is how you interact with your teammates because you want them to win. You want them to be successful too. So I hear you like you're the loudest kid to the point where like you've literally hurt your little vocal cords because you're um, cheering so loud for your teammates. I lost my entire voice about like a week ago mm-hmm. and I couldn't talk. Yeah. But that's why, because you're constantly trying to hype everyone up and you're so encouraging of people and you're a good little leader. Yeah. So is that what you like about yourself too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're good. How, how do your teachers and coaches feel about that? They like my personality mm-hmm. and they always sometimes cheer me on to mm-hmm. do the hard things that other people can't really do. Yeah. Yeah. You're put in like positions of a lot of like pressure hard, and performance yeah. and harder positions. Cause I know you can handle it. Yeah. Do you ever get in trouble at school? Yes. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Why? Well, I didn't really get in trouble for this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my doing, it was someone else's. But, oh, okay. Um, but we can take ownership, right? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't that. know about this. Oh, okay. Someone punched me in the face at school. And I was with my friend named Colton mm-hmm. at school. And he's had the deal, the same thing with this kid. He's a kindergartner and he, he has really strong fists. I don't know why. He punched you in the face. Yeah. And I hear the nurse for like an hour and I missed recess. And I'm like, Ugh. I feel like the nurse would have called me and told me that. I had to write like a whole paragraph to explain the entire story. And then they said it wasn't my doing. So I went back to class. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, Learn something new every single day. <laughs> oh, you little stinker. All right. Um, what do you struggle with? We talked about like what you're really good at, what you like about yourself. What are the things that are hard for you that you struggle with? Losing. Yeah. Well, how do you feel when you lose? Losing. Okay. What well, does losing feel like? 
feels sad because you're like you put all your mind into like winning gold or something like that, and then when you don't win gold, you just feel like you're in defeat and like you're not the best in your like group or something like that. Yeah. So what do you do when you lose? What is it like for you? Well, sometimes I cry when I lose, mm-hmm. but I just shake it off and tell myself that I did my best. I tried really hard and I'll do it again soon. Yeah. And win. That is one thing I love about you is when, like your last baseball game, yeah. you guys, uh, you guys kind of got worked. You lost by a lot. It wasn't even a close game. And I saw a lot of kids kind of give up out there. But you kept playing so hard, hustling after the ball, trying really hard, throwing great pitches. Like you never gave up. And I loved seeing that because you can always tell the effort and even the energy when somebody is kind of given up on themselves or given up on their teammates. And I've never seen you do that. Ever. Yeah, and, and in that last game, mm-hmm. my last pitch, I pitched it 51 miles an hour. And oh, really? Because yeah. they were clocking that? They, they clocked <laughs> it for like two pitches. And my second one, that was the last one until they uh, switched me. Oh, okay. Well, I know that you try really hard. What do you? What positions do you like playing in baseball? Is baseball probably your favorite sport? It is, yeah. Okay. Why do you like baseball? And then what positions it's, do you like? Well, my positions I like to play are first base, second base, shortstop, and pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because I get a ball most of the time and I get hit too mm-hmm. a lot. But once I go into like major league baseball, I'll probably play the outfield. Because I want to rob a home run. You want to rob a home run? Yeah. Yeah. I bet you do a really good job of that because you're so fast. Name Springs. Yeah. So what is it about baseball in particular that you like? Because, you know, mommy and daddy didn't grow up playing baseball. And, like, I did not even enjoy watching baseball until you started playing it, like, five years old. And suddenly we're pitching. And then I, then, then I got really interested because you were interesting to watch. So what is it about baseball that you like so much? Um, Get your hands out of your mouth. <laughs> I like, like, how everything is, like, so fast, and, like, you don't know what's happening, but then when it happens, you know what's happening, and then you do what you need to do. Yeah? Yeah. What do you mean by that? I don't know. Okay. Well, I know one thing you and I have talked about about baseball that is really special that maybe I'll share here is baseball is a sport where there's so much delayed gratification because most of the time you fail. Most people strike out. Most people throw a lot of balls more more so than they throw strikes. Certain things like can have bases loaded and what happens? It doesn't always turn into like a walk-off home run, right? Like. Yeah, that doesn't always happen. Like there's so much, like for there to be a point scored in baseball, it's like a beautiful moment where all the things kind of have to go right. And so I think baseball helps you in a lot of ways, like manage expectations where you learn how to like lose or fail, but then that makes the little win and the success so much better. Would you agree with that? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. What's been your favorite baseball memory? 
back up so you can see your face. Probably winning my championship in California, or I played the Dodgers mm -hmm. and won by one point. It was like, I don't know, five to six. Mm -hmm. And we won like this really cool gold ring. Yeah. That was cool. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. A couple of my favorite memories was something that's happened happened last year and then again this year. It was last year it was like your first like legit home run. Oh yeah. Where you know you weren't sick. sure if like you should <laughs> keep running or not. So you did like this little dance back and forth between second and third, where you're like, Do I go? Do I not go? And then you were like, I think I can beat the outfield, right? With them throwing. And then it I out. went to second and then like, the, the guy in the outfield. Yeah, this the ball in his glove and he's like and so just staring I'm like, off. and I'm like, uh, 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 where do I go? First, back to first, or go to second? And I went to second, and the coach was like, go, go to third, because he's not throwing it. And they threw it at third, so I decided to beat the throw to home, and then, yeah, I yeah. beat the throw. Yeah, that was awesome. And this year, you hit a home run, and there was a double rainbow. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is an incredible moment for you. And I, I hit it, and I went to first, and then I went to second. And then I I slid there because I hit to the outfield. Mm -hmm. And then they threw it to second. And then it was an overthrow, so I went to third. And then <laughs> the pitcher got the ball, and I slid into third. Yeah. And then it was an overthrow at third. Well, so you just like, kept going. So I just kept going. And it was I, I had to slide into home, I think. Did yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah. Because... <laughs> They threw it and the catcher had the ball in his hand. I was shaking. Uh, you're so fast. That's what's amazing to me is you got some speed, buddy. You can go really, really fast. Like it just makes me think back on when you were little, little, and you and I would race in the street and do our sprints together. And now there's no way I could beat you. You've officially, <laughs> like, I used to be able to beat you or like, you know, like let you win, but now you can straight up beat me. And um, you are fast. You were a very fast little dude. Yeah. So what do you, so um, hitting, that's been like really hard for you, huh? Lean back up. Lean back up, yeah. Yeah, thank you. So hitting's been really hard for you, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah? Not like, not my best. I mean, pitching is definitely my best. Pitching is? Yeah. Yeah. What is it about going up to bat that feels hard or scary? My heart really beats super fast. Yeah. Super fast. Yeah. And you're like, you don't know if you're gonna get hit by a pitch, or you're not, you don't know if you're gonna get a home run, or get on base, yeah, or even hit the ball, right? Because it's like I said, and like winning the gold, gold, you don't know what's you're put you your mind to like hitting the ball really far and like getting on second base or something like that, and then when you fail on that, it feels like you're defeated, yeah. So it's easy to get really sad or frustrated after you strike out. Yeah. So that's a pretty common experience, right? Even for the best hitters in Major League Baseball, they yeah. strike out all the time, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good lesson to learn early on. So what is it about pitching that you like so much? Because you're a really interesting little human to watch uh, when you're on the pitching mound. You kind of get the, I like it because you kind of get the ball every time, unless it's like hit really far or something. You like, like that? that all the attention is on you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, watching me, mm -hmm. and then 
I throw, and then when it's like a really good strike, they all like stand up and cheer or something like that. Yeah. Now what I also like is, like I said, you get the ball every time, and you get to pitch as fast. You get to throw as fast as you want, and as accurate, and like whatever pitch you want to do, and you get to choose that. Yeah. So you like that the pressure is on you to try to perform. Yeah. What do you think about when you know that like you have to strike somebody out when it's like a really intense moment? What do you tell yourself or what do you do? I think about something like really happy. And then when I, after the game, I tell my parents what I thought of. And then if it's like ice cream or something, we always go and get it. You do not think about ice cream before you throw that pitch. You're crazy. (laughs) And I like that you do this. You take a big breath. And like you like reset your system. That's something that I've watched you do since you were a little, little kid. Do you feel like that helps you a lot? Or do you even not even realize you're doing that? Well, I realize I'm doing it. It helps me. Yeah. What does it help you do? Reset my mind and focus on where to pitch and how to pitch. Mm-hmm. And my coaches give me, like, they encouraged me a lot, and that helps a lot, too, because then you know someone watching, and they they want you to do it, yeah. do the goal that you have in mind. Yeah, absolutely. But well, why don't we talk a little bit about jujitsu? Because people always have questions about that since our whole family No one knows about jujitsu. They always know about like karate and all I know. That. I think you know what jujitsu is getting more popular. So we have a very unique family where all four of us do jujitsu. Jujitsu. Not a lot of families are like that. Did you know that? Uh yeah. Yeah. But we get to all participate and you started doing jujitsu at four years old. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. It's gonna be five years, yeah, six years, five, yeah, six. I don't know. Yeah, you started at a really young age, and you even started competing in jujitsu at a really young age. And I feel like jujitsu is such an interesting sport for kids to learn. So, what do you love about it? I like how you get to scramble and like sparring and all that. Mm-hmm. You just get to do whatever you want, and no one's like always trying to tell you what to do. And you can just do it and do it your own way. And every time, like. Say you have the back and like you're going trying to go for a submission and you can't get that one, but another one's there. Mm-hmm. You just get that one and it all works out and like just like a pattern. Yeah, that's really well said, Kate. I think there's so much creativity. And what I like about it is I don't think about anything else when I'm doing it. The only thing you can think about when you're doing jujitsu is jujitsu, right? Yeah. 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 You're not like thinking about school or I'm not thinking (laughs) about work or emails. Like you just have to be, yeah, you have to be like, so in the moment. And I think that's like one of the most beautiful aspects of jujitsu is that creativity and that hyper focus on what you're doing right there where you can actually be present. Would Mm -hmm. you agree? Yeah. Yeah. What is it that's really challenging about jujitsu for you? Well, Sometimes we practice moves that I don't get right away. That's mm-hmm. okay. But I try really hard. I sometimes get frustrated when I go with harder people than me. Mm-hmm. I just tell myself, the harder the people, the better I get. So Yeah. And do those people help you learn a lot? Yeah. 
And then when you're the better person, do you help the person you're going with to learn? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also the beauty of it is sometimes you're, uh, sometimes you're the student, sometimes you're more of the teacher, but in jujitsu as a whole, we're always the student, aren't we? Even professors, they're still students of, of, uh, of the game and of the art. We have like other professors and other right. professors and other professors, professor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ongoing. So it's like a lifelong sport. Do you love the fact that you know how to defend yourself or your brother or your friend? Yeah, because I was like, someone broke in. I didn't do jujitsu. What do I do? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I love knowing that you guys are going to be able to protect yourself. And that's a skill that you'll have for your whole life. You'll always know how to lock in a rear naked choke or do a takedown or get somebody off of you. That's so, so positive. Yeah. And what does jujitsu teach you the most? What does Professor talk about? Well, he talks about his favorite submission. Okay, not about that. More of like the mm. like control and showing up and working hard, stuff like well, that. He says a lot of the times when you get frustrated in yourself, just think about the person that's making you work is the person that's going to make you better. And that's how you get better and like work harder. And train harder and come in more. Mm-hmm. Work hard, train hard. You learn a lot from everybody. And then it also teaches you how to control yourself, right? Yeah. Because you're a very emotional human, right? Just like me. We feel our feelings pretty strongly, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. We have lots of feelings. And sometimes we don't control our feelings very well and they come out, right? We get frustrated, we get mad, or we get reactive, or you hurt your brother or something like that, right? Yeah. But jujitsu, jujitsu teaches you how to control it a bit more. Would you say? Yeah. Slows you down a lot more. Yeah, it's been a really positive thing for your kind of energy, even as a little little kid when we first put you in it, learning how to keep you more focused and disciplined and able to listen and able to like listen and then okay. apply it. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah, you've done a really good job of that. How do you pump yourself up for any sport? Jiu-jitsu, baseball, basketball? Totally music. Yeah. I mean, I really like music. Yeah. What else do you do? Listen to music? Well, sometimes I am. Hey, bad words in my room a little. I wish for them in my head. Oh, my God. And then what else? I know that when we are driving to the game, the question I always ask you is, what do you want to do in your game today? And almost like help you call your own shot, right? Oh, I'm definitely going to hit a home run. And then I hit a home run. That did happen. Oh, yeah. In your bedroom. And you, I, you told me, you videoed mm-hmm. what I said. I'm like, I'm going to hit a home run. And yeah. that was a double rainbow home run. Yeah, you did super good. That's the name of it now. But even like before a jiu-jitsu competition or basketball, you're like, I want to get like X amount of assists or I want to do this takedown. And you always kind of talk out what you want to do, even if it doesn't go that way. It, I think it's been really good for you as a pre-competition ritual to, to kind of think about what you want to do, want to accomplish, right? Yeah. Does that help you? Uh-huh. Should we tell them what our secret is when we, uh, like, right, especially with jiu-jitsu, like when, when I say, do you want me to talk to you like a coach or want me to talk to you like a mommy? Mm-hmm. Should we tell them that or is that our secret? 
I don't care. You don't care? You can tell them. Okay. I'm not telling them. What? I'm not telling them. You can tell them. Yeah. Well, usually I'll say, okay, like, do you want me to be like a mommy right now? Or do you want me to like talk to you like a coach? Some days he just wants like mommy where I'm just like, I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm supportive of you. I'm here. Can't wait to watch you play. I love watching you play. And then other days I'm no longer mommy, huh? And you want the coach, the coach to come out. Right. So what do we say? You don't have to say the bad word, but Uh, (laughs) the sentiment is you have to get in their head. Don't let them get in your head. Right. Yeah. We talk about it being a mind F. You don't want to be mind effed. <laughs> you want to mind F the other people. Oh, stop. <laughs> hey, don't worry. They've heard much worse on this podcast, but there's kids watching. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> so that's talking to him, though, not as a mommy, that's talking to him as a coach and knowing how to really leverage athlete brain, where we know how to put into that competitive spirit and be really driven and perform at a very high level is it's so much of that is having that mental sharpness and that athlete brain on overdrive. So I'm so tired. You're so tired. Oh yeah. Cause summer is so hard for you. No, it isn't. I know. <laughs> why, why are you so tired then? My neck hurts. Oh, from jujitsu? No. Okay. Ooh, here's a good one. What do you look for in a coach? Like what makes a really good coach? Cause I know you've had, some good ones. Totally any- confidence. Oh, tell me more about that. Um, well, they always like hype you up and get right, like get you ready to do like the goal that they want you to do. Mm-hmm. And then you set your mind to that goal and then they help you accomplish that goal. So it's like how they believe in you? Yeah. Is that what they say or how they act or how they run the team? Like what do you what do you notice? Definitely all of those. I okay. mean yeah, definitely how he runs the team and how he acts. Mm-hmm. What have you not liked about some of your coaches without naming any of them? What's been something that's really bothered you? Uh, sometimes they don't like introduce themselves. Hmm. And like, uh, I don't really know. All of them just like, work our team so that we can be like the best team like in basketball mm-hmm. we got work real hard and we were the best team in the league yeah yeah you did awesome so i think it's just really important for coaches to make a personal connection with you but also like help you work hard and yeah and get better and be really organized in how practices go i think it just shows like if coaches are working with kids they just really have to care you have to care about all the little things, right? Yeah. All right. We're going to ask some little sentimental questions. What do you mean? Okay. What do I do as a mommy that makes you feel special? You help me subtract my bad feelings. Subtract your bad feelings? Like take away them, yeah. Yeah, because we talk them out? Yeah. Yeah. And what else? Mm. What do I do as your mommy that makes you feel special? Um, will you always tell me to do the right things? Like when I'm inside watching TV, <laughs> she always tells me to go outside and play with my friends. Yeah. So that helps too. 
Hopefully not get headaches. Yeah. So if I didn't have her, oh boy. Oh boy. Well, I love you. And I just want you to be the best and healthiest version of yourself. And that takes a lot of talking about feelings and making sure that you are spending your time and energy well. What um, what does daddy do that makes you feel special? Well, when I want to play like catch with him or something like baseball or football, he'll always say I'll be there in a minute. And then he does eventually come out. <laughs> and then when he does, I feel like happy that he like took the time to actually play instead of just. I don't know. Yeah. Other things that are probably boring for me. Yeah, no, he loves playing with you and he loves you guys so much. And I know that's one of his favorite things to do is to play with you guys. Yes, yes, yes. What else about daddy? Mm, he always takes us places like <laughs> just like a few days ago, like two days, three days ago. He took us on a side-by-side ride, and mm-hmm. uh, at the very end, he did a donut, oh still in the dirt, and the tire tripped on a root, and uh, we tipped, and the whole thing crashed, and scraped up the side pretty bad, broke the mirror, broke the handle to our window thing, yeah. and um, mom hurt her arm pretty bad elbow I almost broke my leg or my knee (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah it's kind of a little scary but you have a daddy that really loves to take you on adventures and expose you to lots of different things right yes I know that we were talking about this after we went up and visited Stanley but you have a daddy that knows how to do a lot of different things and Mm -hmm. is able to take you guys on lots of different adventures and show you how to do things from fishing to hunting to boating, just all the different things. And I love that you guys have that. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Chance? Didn't you already asked that question at the beginning? Mm, something similar. I think it was like, tell me about Chance. But what do you, what do you, well, same like, thing. What's like a special he's, thing about Chance? He's like entertaining. Like like the same thing I said at the beginning. He wrestles me. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I get to practice. Yeah. You coach him a lot. I do. I coached him in one of my tournaments. Yeah. You were his jiu-jitsu coach? Yeah. Yeah. And he won gold yeah. because of me. Oh, okay. No. He won gold because of him, but your coaching was very helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're a really good brother to him, and you guys are four years apart. And I think some people think that's too far apart in age, but you guys are really good friends, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the last week? What do I do for work, babe? This. <laughs> Just interview people? No. What do I do for work? You help coach. Postpartum athletes. Yeah. And you coach a lot of people. You have a fitness, she has a fitness and like training stuff and a podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah. The coach course. Yeah, coach course. And we both do happy dance every time I get an email where somebody bought my coach <laughs> course. Huh? <laughs> or the gritty. Gritty. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do the gritty when I get that, but I'm glad that you know how to and we'll do the gritty anytime somebody buys the coach course. Really? And you? You try. Try. <laughs> I do try. I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> you can back up and show people. Two more questions. What do you think makes a good parent? Like, what what do you think like kids really want from their mommies and daddies? And to parents? help them. Help them with what? Everything. Not everything. I mean, like, they keep them comfort and yeah, they help them in a lot of stuff. Support you. Yeah. Yeah. I support you and believe in you and think that you can do anything. I think that's what we try to do. What are you looking forward to most? Like what's coming up that you're really excited about? My birthday. Your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. 10 years of you. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. It's wild to think about. But you're a great kid, Kate. You are so loved and I'm just really proud of you. I'm proud of who you've become. And as much as I'm raising you, you have absolutely raised me these last 10 years. And I'm really grateful. I've raised her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're kind of growing up together. I'm obviously older, but in a lot of ways, By a you've lot. totally have my lot. But you've totally changed me in every single way. And I love you forever because of it. Uh, how old will you be when I'm 21? I don't know. I'm not going to do the math. We just, we talked earlier that math is not my thing, but I'm going to be old. I'll be old. Kate. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Thank you for listening to this unique and special episode of the Practice Brave podcast. Just wanted to feature his little soul, his energy. It is a significant blessing to be his mom and raise him. Kate, I love you so much. I love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practice Brave podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and help us spread the work we are doing to improve the overall information and messaging in the fitness industry and beyond. Now, if you are pregnant and you are looking for a trustworthy exercise program to follow, I have you covered. The Pregnant Athlete Training Program is a well-rounded program for pregnancy with workouts for each week that are appropriate for your changing body. That's 36 weeks of workouts, three to four workouts each week, and tons of guidance on exercise strategy. We also have an at-home version of that program. If you are postpartum and you're looking for an exercise program to follow, the eight-week postpartum athlete training program would be a really great way to help bridge the gap between rehab and the fitness you actually want to do. From there, we have the Practice Brave Fitness Program, which is an ongoing strength conditioning program where you get new workouts each week and have a lot of guidance from myself and my co-coach, Heather Osby. This is the only way that I'm really offering ongoing coaching at this point in time. If you have ever considered becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach, I would love to have you join us. Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism is a self-paced online certification course that will up-level your coaching skills and help connect the dots between pelvic health and long-term athletic performance, especially during pregnancy and postpartum. 
become who you needed and become who your online and local community needs by becoming a certified pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach. Thank you again for listening to the Practice Brave podcast. I appreciate you. And please help me continue spreading this messaging, this information, and this work. Thank you.